Greetings, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Communication Guru Podcast, where we believe it's not always what you say, but how you say it that matters the most. I am your host, Tim McMurtry, President and CEO of Tim McMurtry International LLC, a business consultancy specializing in personal development and training, government and public affairs, along with corporate and community relations. I'm delighted to have you join us today. Now, thank you for your listenership and viewership of this show. Our aim on this platform is to discuss the nuances and insights relative to the communication continuum to help you maximize the impact and results of effective communication in your various spheres of influence, be it your business, be it your relationships and or your workplace. We're here to help you become a top notch communicator. So be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when new episodes are released and available. And you can find this podcast at the Communication Guru Podcast, (laughs) wherever you listen to or search for your podcasts. So given the central and vital role that communication plays in our lives and its correlative influence on what we can be, do, and have in and out of life. On today's show, we'll take a closer look at the anatomy of communication. You know, we're going to get into some juicy stuff. It's going to be thick, rich, and chocolatey. In fact, I almost feel a preach coming on. It will, it will, it will, it will, it will, it will (laughs) be good to you. (laughs) Ooh, ah. (laughs) <laughs> Man, you know, see, quiet is kept. I also serve as associate pastor at World Outreach Center with senior pastors Irvin and Melvin Henderson. Shout out, Pastor Henderson. What up, though? Uh, excellent, excellent people. I mean, they're great pastors. Some of the greatest on, you know, the inhabitable parts of the earth. They are even greater people. And um, in, in, in the role of, of, of associate pastor, you get a chance to get into people's lives. You get a chance to do some life coaching. You get a chance to get into the nitty-gritty of what folks deal with. And so we're going to talk about some of that, you know, today. And um, I also served previously as a, as a youth pastor. And the thing about youth pastoring is that the young people just let you, you know, you can fully be yourself. You can be totally unleashed with them. So what up, Gap Youth? Shout out to y'all. Miss y'all. Y'all be doing y'all thing. But uh, it, it, it was really, really cool. I also am a parent of a soon-to-be 21-year-old. My son Joshua is going to be 21 in July. My my daughter is, is 16. So I got teens in my life, too, you know. And they kind of help keep you on your toes, you know. <laughs> Float like a butterfly <laughs> and sting like a bee. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Lord, we gonna go ahead and get into this. You see, we as human beings are complex, multi-dimensional creatures who exist in three parts: spirit, soul, and body. In other words, you are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. You see, your spirit, man, is the life source for you. It is really your source of life. It is the entity or essence that provides life itself to you, to us. I'm sure you've been to a funeral before, 
And when you look in the casket, you still see the person who the memorial service is for. So they have their physicality still there. But what's missing? The spirit is gone from the person. So the life source of who we are is the spirit. As such, it behooves us to really be mindful of it and to take, hmm, what do I want to say, a- accountability and deliberate caution in how we treat it. Second, we have a soul, which is the dwelling place of your mind, the seat of your emotions, your feelings, your thoughts, and intellect. Okay, so you got the spirit, you got the soul. Then you also have a body, which is our physical, muscular, and skeletal framework or earth suit, if you will, that that enables us to engage in this three-dimensional plane as humans. That's how we engage through our bodies, influenced heavily by our spirit and our soul. Now, your communication ethos or characteristic philosophy affects all three of those elements. There was an adage that I first heard in a movie years ago, and I think it's applicable in other areas because art often imitates life, is that where your mind goes, your body will follow. Where your mind goes, your body will follow. Now, your mind, therefore, is the spiritual or cosmic GPS of your life giving guidance and direction first to what you think about your own self. Okay. Your first clues of how you're going to communicate come first with your mind and how you think about your own self. Mm -hmm. Your self-esteem, your self-esteem in other words is your reputation with yourself. What do you think about you? How do you expect other people to other people to elevate you and to think highly of you when you have a low level of self-esteem, which is fueled by how you talk to yourself. Yeah. So, so these signals that we have in our internal speech, they're transmitted through internal dialogue or communicative patterns that are then relayed to others as frequency levels of energy. What kind of energy do you give off when you walk into a room? Do people light up or do people frown because you come in with that stanking energy that you bring? It starts internally first. The anatomy of communication is what we're talking about here on today's episode. And with the anatomy of communication, we come to the central theme of today's conversation, which is the battlefield of the mind. The battlefield of the mind. Anguish, turmoil, happiness, love. Anger starts in the mind. So there are two primary parts of the mind. You have the conscious and the subconscious. And then they have their respective roles. The conscious job, we have our senses, you know, sense of taste, smell, touch, you know, etc. Our five senses, they are designed to give us clues as to what we are engaging with. Those interpretations are then fed into our subconscious mind as seed. Whatever the conscious mind feeds into the subconscious, the subconscious mind's job is to take that seed, germinate it, and bring it into existence. That's why it's important that you feed your subconscious mind only those things that you want to come to pass. 
not those negative things. You have to arrest negative thoughts, negative thinking, negative talking, negative inner turmoil and anguish so that it does not go into your subconscious mind as seed and then germinate and now it begins to manifest. Similar to a man and a woman. The man has the seed. He gets with a woman. He put the seed in the woman. The woman's job or functionality is to germinate that seed and bring it forth as a manifestation. That's subconscious and conscious relationship or conscious and subconscious relationship. It's like that. So what we want to be able to do is as we are doing our inner talking, that talking that can't nobody else hear but us, that it is a talk that reinforces the best things of us, not the negatives. Not looking in the mirror saying how, how bad you look. Looking at your shape and, and saying negative things about yourself. Now, you can take accountability for, you know, you might not be flawless. You know, as hard as it is to believe, I'm not flawless. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you ask my wife, she might be able to give you a list of stuff that I need some improvement on. But even if that list is 177 items long, it does not negatively impact my impression of myself, nor is it going to cause me to talk bad about myself either. Why? Because I understand that whatever I feed my subconscious is what is going to manifest in my life. Same thing with you, human. So, 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 think of your conscious mind as fertilizer, as seed, as water that you put into your subconscious mind. And sometimes you come into engagement and, and you have, you know, different things that, let's say, might not go your way. Well, they just don't like me. Or they just, you know, treat me unfairly. And we, we all have, you know, been done wrong by people. So I'm not saying that, you know, you don't have bad people out there. But what I'm saying is, is that you can cut that off and arrest it by not internalizing it. Because if you come with, man, every time I say something, nobody really ever, you know, takes my ideas. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else, they say something, I can say the same thing and don't nobody take it. And then the other person say the same thing I just said and they get praised. You ain't, don't, don't, don't talk to yourself like that. Because what you're not realizing is that some of the manifest manifestation that you're getting is because you've already been predisposed to that. You've self-sabotaged yourself because that's what you say to yourself all the time when you're not even in the room with people. So when you get to the room and say your brilliant stuff and don't nobody receive it, but they seemingly, but they receive it from the next person, that's because you've already been feeding that. So it begins to manifest. So if you flip the script, man, every time I say something, people bite Every time I say something, I'm well-received. Every time I walk into a room, people are increased. You can start saying that, and guess what you will get in life? That. Ask me how I know. Just ask me. Oh, since you asked, I'm going to tell you how I know. Back in the day, when I was, you know, some years ago, when I was in, like, my early 20s, I had a couple little challenges going on. I was a student in school and, you know, trying to get, you know, a vehicle, didn't have a vehicle and all this kind of stuff, and people would ask me, how you doing? I was, man, it seemed like every time I take a step forward, I take two steps back. I, I used to say that. And guess what happened? It seemed like I was never able to catch a break. You know, you're applying for jobs. Thanks for your application, but, uh, you know, we're going to have to pass on it this time. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, man, you've been a fat candidate. When can you start? That's the kind of stuff I wanted to hear. Not knowing that I was predisposing myself to that by my internal communication. So one day, I just, you know what? I'm, I came across a scripture. It's a scripture that says, uh, death and life are in the power of the tongue. I think it's in Proverbs 18, 20, 21. It's a death and life are in the power of the tongue. 
and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I said, wait a minute, man. You mean to tell me that it ain't racism only that stopped me? It ain't the fact that people don't like people that got bald heads that stopped me. It ain't the fact that if you if you are a woman, I'm a woman. They don't let women this this see. That's again, you feeding that seed. You feeding it. You feeding it. I said, wait a minute, man. Let me just let me just give it a shot. Let me just start saying something positive. And then I found another scripture. I think it was in Isaiah 51, talking about Abraham. God blessed him and increased him. I said, okay, I'm finna say I'm blessed. How you doing? I'm blessed and increasing. I'm using that. If death and life is in the power of my tongue. If what I say got anything, any iota to do with what I get in and out of life, I ain't never saying nothing foul about me. I'm going to always talk to myself. If, that has, if, if it has that kind of spiritual, cosmic, uh, 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 manifestability, anization, <laughs> this to it, I'm doing it. And guess what happened? Fresh stuff started happening. I got a podcast that's the, what? You looking at some manifestation right now? And you listening. So what I'm telling you is that you have to start with talking to yourself in pumped up ways. And what will happen is the frequency and the energy that you give off will manifest that. People will pick up that frequency. And you will start to have favor. And when you come around, people will like to have you around. Why? Because you come with that vibe, that atmosphere, starting with your communicative tendencies, first from within, then without. Oh, man. Woo! Ah! Woo! I just felt that, and it's my show, so I can express it if I feel it. Thank you. Moving on. So, another key factor in this, and I, I, I'm just—I guess we just flowing with scripture. I guess your Creator wanted you to hit this today. Like this in Proverbs 4 and 23, it says, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard. That means don't keep nothing else more than you keep your heart. Uh huh. For out of it flow the springs of life. So we have a couple things to unpack here. Okay. A keep. The choice of words here, a keep, a keep is, is, is almost like a, a military type of, of 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 function let me grab this quick this quick note here a keep check this out it's an english term for 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 the strongest portion of the fortification of a castle uh-huh the strongest the strongest the strongest portion of the fortification of a castle the place of last resort in case of siege or attack so a keep is a, is, a, is a place that's super duper fortified. So your heart, and what it's meaning here is your, your, your subconscious, your innermost being, that innermost part of you, you have to protect that. Don't let that get contaminated with negativity. Now, things can happen. You know what I'm saying? Your life might not be a bed of roses and you eating, you know, uh, 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 bonbons on the beach every day. Just everything is just, oh, my life, it flows like a butterfly. It might not be like that every day, but so what? When stuff come that's funky and foul, you still have to protect your heart so that it does not get uh, contaminated with those exterior challenges. Okay. Now, the other part of this, it says, keep this, guard this, guard your heart more than you guard any other thing. Now, if I were to ask you, 
do you have a home alarm system? And, you know, many of you may have one. So you know what a home alarm system is, ADT or whoever you got, you know, safe light, some, some say whatever your home alarm system is. You have that to keep intruders out, to keep, you know, the persons and property protected. Okay. Now, if you got a vehicle, how many of you guys have a, a car alarm? You know, whoop, whoop. You know, you get out your car, you press a little thing, whoop, whoop. you know, you're thinking you're flossing, going to your little meeting or little event you're going to, you walk out, you know, you funky fresh, sharp, smelling good, looking good, feeling good, whoop, whoop. you know, you pop the little, whoop, whoop. you know, little button that, you know, turns your alarm on to protect, you know, your vehicle. Question, what alarm system do you have for your heart? What system do you have of protection? What protective layer or layers do you have for your heart, your innermost being, to ensure that it does not get warped, to ensure that it's not overwhelmed by negativity, to ensure that even when you're having not your best days, you still have enough buoyancy internally to still push on and expect the best, even in the face of not the best looking circumstance or situation? That's the question. Yep, that's it. So, 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 some people even have a safe in their house where they put jewelry and heirlooms and and cash money. They, they, they. It's a safe. It's a keep. What is the keep of your heart? And that's really what we want to get into. That part of you, because it starts there first. So, a couple things in our last couple of minutes before we wrap this up for today, that you want to do to make sure that your internal huh, communicative traffic is in your best interest and not having some erosion-laden, corrosive type of effect on your mental, spiritual, soulish psyche is that first you have to make a quality decision. Make a quality decision that you will stick to that no matter what, comes your way you will think highly of yourself that's number one make a quality decision a quality decision is simply a decision that you are not gonna change on monday you're feeling that way tuesday you're feeling a different kind of way went no joker i'm feeling I'm, I'm stuck on this way of feeling that's number one no matter what happens i'm gonna always think highly of myself Okay, what you say, no matter what you go through, be it a divorce or a loss of a job or loss of a relationship or, you know, I don't, I don't, whatever it is, uh-uh, I, I, I ain't dipping down too low. I got a, 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 a measure of dip that I'm, I can't go no lower than that because now it's going to seep into my innermost being and I ain't going for that. I got to keep that protected and you keep that protected through your internal language. Okay, that's number one. Make a quality decision that, that you're going to stick to that no matter what happens in your life, you're going to always think highly of yourself. Even when you make a mistake, had a little project, you messed up the project or you didn't get it done on time or that you dropped the ball, whatever. So what? I'm still thinking of myself highly and I'm still talking to myself. Well, that was a learning experience for me. I ain't, I'm, I'm ain't going to let that happen again. So if you can extract some learning from it, it isn't a total loss. It's just the price you had to pay for that bit of knowledge and wisdom that you were able to gain. I heard Michael Jordan uh, once said that, um, we're talking about him and his, you know, last second shots and Jordan and Jordan. He missed more last second shots than he made, first of all. So, Joker, 
He didn't consider himself a loser, though. Matter of fact, he said, I never lose. I only learned. <laughs> I don't never lose. I only learn. Same thing with you. You don't lose. You just learn. If your internal language is appropriate. Number two, you want to make a quality decision also that you stick to that while you will acknowledge your imperfections, you will not be overly critical of yourself in your day-to-day life. So you want to lose 20 more pounds. You look 20 more pounds chunkier than you want to be. So what? Just okay. I'm a little chunky. I got a little bit more work to do. I'm going to go ahead and knock this off. I can go, don't say, I just I can't never lose this last 20 pounds. I just can't get rid of it. Shut up. That's why you can't get rid of it because you is conditioning your subconscious mind to make circumstances come to ensure that you don't never lose it. But if you speak, man, it's 20 pounds, I'm, I'm losing it. I'm in the process of losing it, and that's coming off me now. This, 20, this last 20 pounds is melting off just by you changing your I'm telling you, y'all, this ain't nothing that I heard. I lived this. For real. My circumstances went from foul to fresh. I get invited to stuff all the time. I turn down probably more stuff than I accept. I'm still Tim McMurtry. I ain't, I wasn't, I was, I was, I was Johnny Jackson 20 years ago. Now I'm turning down. I was Tim McMurtry then too. What changed? My language. Try it. I double dog, I triple dog dare you to try it. You can do it for a week and you will begin to see changes in your life, starting with your internal communication, the battlefield of the mind. Number three. You want to create and draft affirmations that you communicate to yourself on a daily basis to seed. That means planting. Seeds got to be planted. So you plant it in your heart to seed, to fertilize, and water your mind on a daily basis. See, man, I'm I'm just going to say this here. So God created the heaven and earth, okay? I believe in the law of creation based on what the Bible says. So he created this, and he created man. Mankind, he created Adam. He made Adam. He didn't go when he made Eve. He didn't even go back to the ground twice. He went into Adam, that which he had created. Okay, he made him of the dust of the earth. You, your body. You know, when a person dies, talking about that, that funeral exam we talked about earlier. When that person dies, guess what? Their body disintegrates and it goes back to dust. Okay, so when he talks about planting seed, the seed of your heart. Think of your heart as a garden. Mm-hmm. Think of your words as seed. Seeds get planted into your heart then you fertilize them with further speech to reinforce and underscore what you have just said. Then it begins to bloom and to manifest according to what you've planted, fertilized, and watered. So, 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 mm, it, it takes effort, but it can be done. And so what that means is that God has built into us an automatic win system. Gosh. Mm, mm, I might have to do a part two on this, man, because I'm, 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 I'm going to have to wrap this up. So the recap on those things, make a quality decision to stick that you stick to no matter what, that you will always think highly of yourself no matter what the circumstance is, whether something befell you, somebody mistreated you, or you made a mistake and messed something up, still think highly of yourself. Number two, you want to make the quality, quality decision that you also stick to that you will acknowledge, you know, while you acknowledge your imperfections, you don't let yourself get overly critical of them to the point to where they seep in and begin to negatively impact your personal self-esteem, which is a rep- which is your reputation with yourself. And then finally, we want to create and draft affirmations 
that reinforce who we are. Mm -hmm. I expect something wonderful to happen for me today. I am the best communication expert in the land. You can say those kind of things about yourself. Those are positive affirmations. If you are an author, I am a New York Times number one best-selling author. My books are sold all over the world. You say that kind of stuff about yourself. Matter of fact, I'm a new author, and I'll share more about that later, but I got a ping from Amazon that said, you got a royalty. I was like, what? What? So things begin to happen for you. But, ooh, I have so much more to cover. But I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this right here, and we're going to pick this back up another time. I hope and trust that you were able to get something out of, of, of this, <sighs> this show today so much more that it was just kind of flowing, bubbling up in me as I was talking. I had a couple of things prepared that I was sharing, but it was some other stuff that was thrown in there that I hadn't even had in my notes. But there's some things about this communication piece, you guys. I want you all to win. It's our time to win. We've come through a pandemic that has you know, taken some people out. You know what I'm saying? So God bless those families. May the Spirit of God provide comfort and peace to their hearts for those that may have lost loved ones. But everybody didn't lose loved ones. Some of us are still here, still got some stuff. So you have a right to be very, very grateful and thankful. And you also have an opportunity still to manifest your dreams and desires. And you do that first by how you communicate with yourself. So step your game up in your personal communication, your inner speech, your inner talking. Mm. Well, thanks so much for joining and listening today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe to the Communication Guru podcast. Also be on the lookout for the Morning Inspiration vlog, which are inspirational words of encouragement and insights on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And finally, if you have a communication issue that you may need assistance with, be it personal, organizational, relational, or business, and would like a free 15-minute uh, consultation or discovery session, uh, feel free to reach out to me at Tim at TimMcMurtryInternational.com. Again, Tim at TimMcMurtryInternational, all one word, dot com, uh, with a brief description or overview, or, or overview, I should say, of your issue, and we'll see what we can do to help you out with that. Well, thanks so much, my friends, for joining and listening today. A blessing and increase to you. Until next time, adios.